Hey everybody, Kurt Schlichter here for Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast from Kurt Schlichter, produced by Schlichter and uh, uh, performed by Kurt Schlichter. Here I am in my special studio just for you, chilling, illin', not doing any billing. I got no beer, so I'm not swilling. All my jokes will be killing. Okay, so I have, uh, as you know, I have an incredible amount of street credibility from my rap days. Uh, speaking of credibility, what the foo is going on with Joe Rogan? Okay, Joe Rogan is, of course, the podcast god. You guys, I mean, I mean, look, my podcast's great, but I don't do three-hour things. There are going to be some changes to this podcast, which I want to talk about later. Anywho, what's Joe Rogan's deal? He became a unofficial narrative provider. Uh, he challenged the existing narrative, therefore he became a target. Uh, he had to become a giant target from these freaking Nazis, and that's what they are. These guys are literally fascists. They support a government, corporate coalition that controls the flow of information and ideas. Um, the only thing is uh, they have not yet invaded Poland, but, you know, give them time. So we got Joe Rogan. He's out there. He goes with Spotify. Spotify gives him a hundred million bucks. I don't know what his deal looks like. I do know that his deal is, um, uh, you know, was enough to get him off the, you know, onto Spotify, which is, you know, yeah, sometimes you use a loss leader like Sirius had Howard Stern, who no one fucking listens to anymore. I, you know, I was like, Dad, who is Howard Stern? Well, bye, Cracky. Once upon a time. Yeah, now he's a, a, a fussy old woman, uh, paranoid about viruses. I mean, literally, who, who, who watches it? But they paid him hundreds of millions of dollars to go on Sirius, and he did, and he took the money, and he essentially has no thing. He's not, he's not, a, he has no vibe anymore. He doesn't really, he is not a cultural touchstone. Joe Rogan is, goes to Spotify. Spotify, of course, is full of employees who are a bunch of whining little pussies. And um, that made it vulnerable. Uh, now, if I had run Spotify and a bunch of my people said, we, we, Kurt, we have taken a petition up and we find that Joe Rogan's ideas are offensive and dangerous and we'd like you to remove them. I go, <laughs> you're all fired. You're gone. Pack your shit and get the fuck out because we don't play that way. But apparently Spotify does play that way for reasons that I do not understand. Um. Anyway, that made it vulnerable. That made it vulnerable to another coordinated liberal media hit. And here was the thing. Joe Rogan seems to have had all the freaking power. Joe Rogan had the content. You got content, you're king. He had at least some of the money. I hope he had. Now, I didn't negotiate his contract. Uh, I didn't write his contract. If I had, there may have been more protections in it. I don't know. Um it seems to me he had the initiative, he had the power, and he was the guy who could make this, you know, he could make them do what he wanted done, right? He could do it. And did they, did he exercise his power? No, he tried to be reasonable. Guys, and you should read my town hall column of 
uh, Monday, February 7, 2022, because reasonability is what got us in the freaking mess in the first place. Reasonability, guys, being reasonable is a weakness. They count on it. They count on you making arguments and believing that arguments matter. None of it matters. What matters? Power matters. Power. Joe Rogan had power. He didn't use it. Instead, he tried to reason with them. He compromised. He allowed some of his shows to be taken down. Those include many with our pal Michael Malice. Uh, he uh, he got and did an Instagram thing where he promised to uh, uh, be more reasonable in the future. He also allowed warnings about COVID before his show. Are you freaking kidding me? Repeat after me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Kurt, you're saying things that are illegal, and I would like to... You, 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 you racist! Fuck you. That's the... He had the power to do it. He still has the power to do it, but he's really kind of fucked himself. Because he kind of gave in part of the way. They smell blood. They're going after him. It doesn't get better. Who's the guy who apologized? And they said, okay, everything's great. No. They always come for more because it's not about apology. He didn't offend anybody. Okay. He didn't offend anybody. Oh, he said some naughty words 11 years ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's our biggest problem. Oh, my gosh. Joe Rogan said something offensive 11 years ago. Come on. No one was hurt. No one was broken. Never apologize. They just said, fuck you. I mean, that's, I mean, it's simple. It's clear and it's so precise. That's what he needed to do, but he didn't do it. And I don't, for one, get why he had all the cards. But there are a lot of people who don't understand the situation that we are in, who don't understand the nature of our enemy. And they are our enemy. They're not our opponents. They are our enemy because they want to not just uh, win the fight, but they want to destroy us. They want to turn us into slaves and serfs. How do I know this? Kurt, are you being crazy? I know this because that's what they tell us. Look at, look at what's happening in Canada with all the trucker people. The workers of the world are uniting and the socialists are pissed. Because it was never about the workers of the world uniting. It was the workers of the world backing up the socialists to give them power. And of course, when the socialists uh, figured out they could have a different coalition to give them power, that is the current Democrat coalition of uh, academics, government employees, welfare cheats, and sexually unsatisfied Trader Joe Chardonnay wine-swilling uh, suburban Democrat women, uh, they left the working class out. And, and people abandoned the white working class. No, they abandoned the entire working class. Look, it, 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 it wasn't the white working class. It was the entire working class. Because the entire working class, A, it's icky. They all sweat. And uh, B, they've got all these ideas about family and patriotism and uh, not being bossed around. And men can't become women and all this crazy cisgender stuff. It's nuts. That's what they hate. That's why they want to rid of the working class. The working class, well, they're supposed to get out there, just drive the trucks and deliver my Amazon packages. 
All right. I've got an air fryer coming. Deliver it. Get it here. Get me my air fryer. I'm making a, a air fried kale. Deliver my kale. Grow my kale. The working class is supposed to work. The ruling class is supposed to go to classes, then rule. Okay. Get your credential. Uh, assume your place in the ruling hierarchy. That's what they had planned. You got to understand this. The uh, problem with Joe Rogan to them is that Joe Rogan refuses to repeat the ruling class narrative. He is giving the working class, because he is a working class guy. All right. Dynamic. He didn't go to Harvard. Didn't go to Harvard or Yale. Or any of those other uh, castrating conformity factories? No, no, he was an MM, MMA fighter guy, and he was uh, what else did he do? He was like on TV, like some low class show where you eat bugs or something, and a stand up comic. He likes weightlifting. He can do a push up. These are all things the ruling class hates. He he was not of the. He's a working class guy. And he dared ask questions that you're not allowed to ask because the answers may call into questions the ideas of our betters. So that's why they hate Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan presents a threat. Joe Rogan presents a challenge, and they can't afford to have one. Because, you know, we have a ruling class that's never been in a fistfight. Here's the thing. The ruling class exercises power in a limited sense because it has a little bit of control over some military and uh, judicial things. It has, uh, you know, it, it, it has routine power. We haven't seen it in, you know, a, 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 against a major uprising type thing. But, you know, I guess they could send the cops at you. There are some soldiers they might be able to send at you. But how long's that last? Look in Canada. The soldiers and the cops have not gone and cleared the streets of the truckers. The power of the ruling class, guys. Take notes. Get out your notepad and write this down. The power of the ruling class comes from our submission to its, uh, uh, its legitimacy. And when we use reason, when we use facts and evidence, when we apologize, uh, thinking that uh, an apology in the context of the culture why the same thing as an apology when, you know, you know, you're fighting with your roommate or something. I don't know in college. Hey, man, sorry I uh, threw up in your bed. It's cool. Uh, you, if you believe all that, you're, you're, you're just wrong. That's not how it works. None of it works like that. All right? The problem is... Too many of us seem to think we are governed by norms and rules. When you understand that there are no rules, when you understand that there's only power, then you're going to be great. Everything's going to be fine. You know, it's liberating not to feel confused all the time. Because it's like, wait a minute, I, I, I'm confused. I thought I had a right as free speech. Wait a minute. I thought we don't have, I thought everybody's going to wear masks. And I see Stacey Abrams wander, water a fat ass into a, a schoolroom. And she's sitting there with no mask on. And all the little kids are obediently displayed behind her in uh, bondage headgear. What up? 
And um, the uh, uh, it, it, people get confused because they think there are rules. They think that the same rules apply to us as apply to them. That's why, you know, you look at the January 6th thing, people are like, wait a minute, this is confusing. This guy, this BLM guy set a fire that killed a guy. He gets probation. And, uh, you know, Viking dude walks through the Capitol politely and gets four years. What the fuck? I don't understand. That seems wrong. Yeah. If there were rules, it would be. But there aren't any. There's only power. There's only what they can do to you. But you, there's also what you can do to them. And that's what I keep saying. No apologies ever. Never apologize. To apologize recognizes the existence of a system that no longer exists. Whether I, maybe maybe it never did. I don't know if it matters. But what we do have to do is get beyond the idea that you know this is a this is something that's going to be talked out. It, it isn't going to be talked out. It's not going to be worked out. Okay, we're not going to, uh, you know, we're 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 not going to all uh, sing kumbaya, folks. We're going to win through the raw exercise of power. I wish the Republicans would exercise it a little freaking more. All right. Now we are being gang raped by the Repo uh, by the Democrats in uh, redistricting in Democrat states. You would think that the Republicans would not be pussies and do the same thing to Democrats in Republican states. They have failed to do so. This is intolerable. There is still a strain within us, guys, of non-woke Republicans, the kind I've been talking about, the kind who think there are rules, the guys who, kind who think that somehow if we only uh, 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 roll over hard enough and give in hard enough, everything's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay. We've got to win this. Nobody's going to give this to us. It's got to be won. It's got to be taken. Okay? I kind of like how Glenn Youngkin's dealing. He's just doing it. What do you mean you fired all the diversity guys? Yeah, they're, they're all fired. Well, that's racist. I don't care what you say. What? Now, they're desperately trying to uh, get Glenn Youngkin. Did you see the, uh, it's always a fat lady. Did you see the fat lady in uh, um, some store yelling, wear, wear a mask, wear a mask. It's like, I know no man wants you. I get it. You're ugly and unattractive inside and out. Um, But, you know, lady, get a grip. And, of course, they, they now she's like a hero. TV, like the like the dumb bitch who uh, 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 flipped off uh, Trump. You're so brave. You flipped off Trump. Here's your medal of fucking honor. Good lord, these ridiculous people. I mean, it's just, and it's always these unsatisfied suburban women. You know, if liberal men could perform sack wise, we probably have a better country. Okay, because a lot of them see a lot of these women. I gotta tell you. They seem to be taking out a lot of their bizarre, you know, sexual dysfunction, their inability to be uh, find uh, or to earn the love of a man, and taking it out on the rest of us. It. It's kind of annoying. Okay, it is not my fault that no one wants them. It is their fault for not being hot, and uh, that's just the way it is. But anyway, Glenn Youngkin at least is still going on with this stuff, and it's you gotta understand it doesn't stop. It's not going to quit. Until we crush our enemies, we've got to crush them. We have to ruin them. Uh, 
We have to wreck them. I, and until it ha that happens, you know, we are still going to, uh, we're still going to be dealing with this kind of crap. And I, I, I for one, am getting a little tired of it. But, you know, that's how it is. We've got to come to the, uh, we've got to come to the understanding, folks, that this isn't going to, this fight isn't just going to end and we're going to be able to go home. We've got to systematically wipe it out. And then we've got to take over completely. And how do we do that? Well, the answer is very obvious. We have to outbreed them. Uh, I go back to the sexually dysfunctional liberal women. The fact is, you know, America's birth rate is through the floor. We are well below replacement rate. We are going to start getting smaller. China's doing even worse, by the way, which is great. But we are, are going to have fewer people. The thing is, there'll be fewer liberals. It'll be traditional, normal people who have large families. I like where the demographics are going, but we've got to do better. We have to have more. Now, I'm 57. There will be no more Kurds. But you young people. We have to normalize getting married in your 20s again. I know people are going to say, I want to party in my 20s. No, you, you, you don't. You want to party in your 40s. Okay? When your kids are grown, party then. All right? You know, I, if, I, if I had to do over again, I'd have the kids, you know, 15 years earlier. Because I was old when I got married. Shouldn't do that. Um... And I might, I, I probably have more. So, uh, uh, but that's what we got to do. And you're like, Kurt, this, Kurt, this uh, rambling podcast has gone in a, a great number of directions. You have, uh, you talked about Joe Rogan. You moved on to the fact that our society is without rules, and now you're suggesting we have a lot more sex. What do you don't? Don't you want to take my advice? What are you, a liberal? Bulwark staffer. Hey, this has been the uh, Town Hall VIP podcast, Unredacted. It's going to change a little because I'm going to start doing it with guests more, not just whoever's partying with me at the moment. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Go out and uh, read all my columns Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Read this, get the stream of consciousness video. I want you to get my novels, the Kelly Turnbull novels. They are out there. And uh, I want you to keep uh, being a loyal VIP customer. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.